Hi, welcome to the podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start our conversation on Unit 11, Role of Education in Social and Human Development, Emerging Perspectives. And our topic of conversation is Innovations in Education at Grassroots. Consider the rising trend in our own country to acquire competence in reading, writing and speaking in English. A class of people that speaks English but thinks partially in English and partially in one of Indian languages is emerging. These are culturally split personalities. This split seems to be the major handicap of third world countries which had been under colonial rule. This surely does not mean that one should not study, appreciate or assimilate other cultures. What is important to study one's own culture too with rigorous or so that one may remain steadfast and not be swayed. It would also help to see one's own culture in a broader perspective and promote indigenous scholarship. Indigenous vision of education in a general sense consists of expanding spheres of existence by generating social awareness, initiating self-transformation and developing creativity. This stands out in sharp contrast to modern education that envisages a way of life focused on consumerism, competition and specialization often at the expense of integrity, peace and strength of character. In order to explore the possibility of promoting these elements and integrating traditional forms of education with the modern system, Several experiments have been undertaken in different parts of the world. We will discuss some of them here. The first is Barefoot College in Tilonia. Tilonia is a small village in Rajasthan way back in 1972. A group of students from some of the better known Indian universities established the Social Work and Research Center SWRC, under the leadership of Bunker Roy. This group was greatly inspired by Gandhian principles. They set up the Barefoot College in Tilonia with the mission of tapping local wisdom and initiative in order to empower the villagers themselves. The Barefoot College does not draw on the expertise and experience of professionals from the formal education system. Rather, the villagers are encouraged to identify and use their own skills, knowledge and practical experience to make provision for drinking water, health education, employment fuel and other basic needs. The Barefoot College is committed to the idea that hands on approach and not educational degrees are effective in developing the means to meet people's needs and empower them. The Barefoot College prepares the illiterate ruler poor to gain control of them and manage technologies without input from outside experts.
it challenges the need for formal education to develop and maintain technologies the issue of availability of drinking water is a case in point while the engineers and other technologists believe that the problem of drinkable water shortage is acute and requires bigger and deeper wells which is an expensive and dear the beerfoot college experts ask for simple cost effective ways of harnessing rainwater and processing it for use it is cheaper to construct a tank using low cost readily available resources in a school located in backrish water areas that to exploit the groundwater or pump water from a permanent water sources through pipes The Beerfit College campus is the only fully solar electrified one in the country. Interestingly, the Beerfit Technologies have solar electrified several thousand houses in at least 8 Indian states. Installed hand pumps in the Himalayas, a task which could not be accomplished by urban engineers. and planned and implemented piped drinking water apart from the technologists the barefoot ed- educators serve as trained pre-primary and night school teachers about 3000 boys and girls attend more than 150 night schools run by the barefoot educators the schools are supervised by a children's parliament The Bayfair communicators employ puppets to generate awareness about practices such as child marriage rights and wages of women child literacy and several others Barefoot architects and the masons have constructed the college out of the low cost and locally available material resources what comes out clearly is the understanding that the single conviction that local people are bestowed with insurmountable capacity to resolve their own problems that is articulated in the multiple task undertaken by the barefoot college workers the college operates in a decentralized and non hierarchical basis wherein community issues are discussed in the village council the tilonia case challenges the needs for formal education and managerial skills to operate as for example healthcare workers solar engineers hand pump mechanics and teachers in local communities the approach of empowering the people at the grassroots by exposing faith in their wisdom and decentralizing power and control bringing together people belonging to different castes and classes provides engagement to rural youth who are labeled as unemployable and provides viable simple cost effective alternatives to use sophisticated technology to improve the quality of life Against this backdrop can the elitist people working in barefoot college have be treated as uneducated and backward
perhaps there is a need to enlarge the concept of education itself to accommodate creative learning that ameliorates human suffering now let us move to the next point hushangabad science teaching program anil sadagopal currently on faculty of the central institute of education university of delhi along with some like minded scientists set up the kishore bharti center for rural development and education and hushangabad in madhya pradesh they approached the madhya pradesh government with the proposal to develop alternative material for teaching science now better known as the hushangabad science teaching program in government run schools this was spearheaded by sadgopal's firm belief that the curriculum needs to be decentralized drawn from the local physical environment and experience of the community they invited the scientists from the tata institute of fundamental research in mumbai and the indian institute of technology to visit madhya pradesh along with experts from the regional college of education the national council for educational research and training ncert and government middle school teachers of the state to deliberate on new ways of teaching experimental science they succeeded in decentralizing the curriculum and motivating the teachers to make use of locally available resources and experience in teaching the inspiration came from gandhi's idea of integrating work with knowledge in the education system what started as a science teaching program expanded to include social science teaching and language teaching through increasingly creative ways work experience was woven with the scientific theories students and teachers would experiment and participate in teaching learning process as partners more importantly the team sought to improve the agriculture and cattle breeding and to bring migration of distressed agricultural labor under control ringwell fabrication emerged as small scale industry forest cover was restored and environmental degradation was checked the hushangabad science training program provided the model on which some state wide programs were developed in madhya pradesh and eklavya a center for educational research and training was established the hushangabad experiment demonstrates the possibility of democratization of education wherein meaningful education becomes accessible to all children irrespective of their caste class language gender or community in fact Sadagopal raises a basic issue of why government school have not been able to evolve a common school system for all children in his opt quoted book Shiksha mein badlav ka sawal The concept of common school system mentioned here refers to Lok Shala or people's school which is founded by the state here each local community runs its own complex of 
elementary school and high school with provision of equal rights for all children. Sadakupal constituted the Bharatiya Gyan Vigyan Jatha in 1991 which provided the forum for articulating the demand for Lok Shala in collaboration with local communities. The NDVR brought together those working in the fields of education, health and technology. Anil Sadagopal was the convener. This was closely connected with the All India People's Science Jatha which involved 50,000 villages and several towns. The conference was held in 1994 in which more than 1000 delegates participated. One of the outcomes of this conference was initiation of Lokshala process in 1995. Lokshala combined academics and activism geared towards institutional transformation as part of social change. With the support from the University Grant Commission, BGVJ set up advanced field laboratories at, in at least 10 states out of which 4 lay in northeast part of the country. The advanced field laboratories were engaged in preparing the ground for the development of Lokshala. Here the people's perception was taken note of in determining priorities which provided the basis for intervention. Lokshala emerged as one of the viable resolution of the private government school dichotomy. Often government schools suffer from lack of funds and redditivism. They are treated as places where children who are too young to work with their parents are disposed. These children are pulled out of the school soon after they are able to contribute to family income. Those who are better off prefer to send their children to private schools. The dropout rate is high. Expenditure on them is considered to be uneconomical and wasteful. Not surprising then several of them are on the verge of closing down. In fact, the government schools seem to have failed in both Madhya Pradesh and Kerala. The Lokshalas acquire an edge over both government and private schools in that they involve not only scholars but also local people. Further, they are not governed by a singular uniform pattern, rather each one is specific to social and geographical environment in which it is situated. It is hoped that Lokshala would attract more and more students to acquire knowledge that they will be able to put in use to enrich their lives. Here we wind up this conversation and thank you so much for choosing this podcast. <laughs>